before this track, you caught Imbi the Girl and Genesis Owusu, Peaches and Scream. You're on Mornings, FBI 94.5. That was Eternal Light, the new one from Free Nationals. If you've got the radio on right now, do not turn it off. Mornings. And that is the wrong sting. We are getting to the end of the year and things are going a little awry. Here we go. Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> okay, so quick end of the year preamble. I feel like I'm working harder than ever. I'm tired. Isn't this supposed to be a time of R&R? Actually. What are you doing to sort of regain a little bit of your uh, energy levels? Not this? going home for Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Considered it many years, forced myself to all the time. Mm. When do you think you'll make the break? I don't know. But we're talking about forcing people to do things. Yeah. This movie's movie's movie's. Forcing people to go see things they don't want to see. Unfortunately, sounds like the narrative of Hollywood since we started this show is just like everyone getting forced to do stuff they don't want to do. Mm. But who forced you to a movie you didn't want to see and didn't enjoy this year? Yeah, Jen and I are in the business of dragging. So text in films that you were dragged to. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. On air? Dragged, kicking and screaming or otherwise into the cinema. I went and saw Joker much against my will. I thought, oh, it's going to have nothing for me. And didn't mind it in the end. Didn't mind it at all. Who tried to take you on a date? This is not to you, but to the, the listener. To listener. <laughs> <laughs> Who tried to take you on a date to Once Upon a Time on Hollywood this year? And what kind of revenge did you take on them? Mm, <laughs> I know. So many people got dragged to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by me. <laughs> <laughs> Including yourself. Including myself and my Including dad. Including me a second time. And then we're going to reveal some of the results that we gathered from... Asking people what movies they were dragged to in Sydney Spotlight. Basically, we're going to say what were the most polarising films, what were the films that people loved and then people hated that people loved. Here's here's a polarising one, The Nightingale, and this is also one that I dragged a friend into, like relentlessly handed her, we've got to go see this. And you, Andre, you were dragging me into it at one point and then I became the dragger Mm, and my friend became the dragged. Infected you, yeah, because it's such a hard film but also rewarding film. They're the hardest ones to drag people to. Absolutely. So text in what films you were dragged into or dragged someone into in 2019. Text line 0409 945 945. I'm joined by Film Lords Jen and Andre. Movie news. It's December 23rd, and I should be able to say Greta Thunberg by now, but I can't pronounce her last name. What is it again? I was just thinking that it's exact thing. Butterjuge. Butterjuge. But either way, Greta T is getting her own documentary. Thank we all you. know her from the front cover of Time magazine, from all her escapades travelling across the Atlantic Ocean. She is the... <laughs> Basically, just a, a Marvel... Dora the Explorer she's a, of yeah. the UN. Dora the Explorer, Earth-saving queen, is getting the documentary treatment. It's going to appear on Hulu, and IMDb confirms that it's in post-production, which is interesting, because then, if we think about the industry, they would have had to have started shooting a year and a half ago, which would have been maybe before her fame, but I think it'd be really interesting to see how they track and uh, witness her, her rise. Is Greta T an industry plant? 
Oh, I think for sure. And I think Hulu I knows where to find them. You know what I mean? She's the Patricia Arquette of Earth Saving. And I just hope that other voices are lifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And speaking of other voices lifted, High Fidelity yeah, so is coming back. Bill Bryson's High Fidelity, which was famously... Is it Bill Bryson? Are it's you Bill making Bryson. that up? Oh, is it Nick, Nick Hornby? Hornby. Oh, Bill Bryson and Nick Hornby, same thing. Same thing. Uh, famously acted by Jack Black and John Cusack and Joan Cusack in the early 2000s, is getting remade with Zoe Kravitz in the lead role as the staunch record store owner. So Hulu's honestly where it's at in 2020. Is it Hulu or is it Disney Plus? It's Hulu. No, it's not Disney. Oh, absolutely, it's not it. Disney Plus. Is this Disney, Disney Plus? Anyway, whatever. It looks so good. And I That's honestly, great. if there was one recommendation to watch for the family this week, it would be the old High Fidelity. I know. That's something to drag people to. All right. Dragging your family into watching the old High Fidelity in the G up for the new one coming out. M- music movie as well. High Fidelity is music related. Oh, move on. Jen, what's the next piece of news? <laughs> Anna Karina, star of Black and White Films, has died. She was 79. Huge figure in the French New Wave. The second femme who actually did all of the heavy lifting in the French New Wave to die this year after Agnes Varda earlier in the year and very, very sad and lots of people have been posting very gorgeous pictures all over my Facebook feed. Really interesting time for her to die uh, because (laughs) (laughs) considering that Kristen Stewart is being awarded a very prestigious uh, number one actress uh, of the decade award for um, playing another actor, Jean Seberg. Yeah, in the French New Wave. Um, so one matriarch dies and the next uh, lives on. Do we <laughs> want to talk about Harvey Weinstein or leave it? Let's it's, just it's, honestly, it's Christmas. Let's leave it. He's saying that he pioneered female-directed films and that he's taking like absolute credit for every woman who's ever had a career. Good work, yeah, mate. That's pretty much it. His trial is January sixth. And uh, we are going to talk about two films that we are obsessed with. And it's a great thing to do because we so rarely love films <laughs> on movies, movies, movies. But coming up into reviews, fantastic content. Can we get a little bit of a, a oh. teaser of what we're going to Sign Signposting. Atlantics won the Grand Prix in Cannes this year. Atlantics. Uh, film from Senegal. You can just watch it on Netflix. It's the most accessible thing we've talked about all year. And then Servant, which is on Apple+, Plus, which... If you don't have a new MacBook, MacBook, you can torrent, um, which stars Lauren Ambrose, who you last saw driving away from LA to see her breathe me. In Six Feet Under. In Six Feet Under. All right, two reviews coming up after this on Movies, Movies, Movies. That's Life by Bluey. FBI. That's Life from Melbourne's Bluey. You're on mornings, FBI 94.5. My name is Bridie and joining me, Film Lords, Jen and Andre. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. For once, two reviews are films that you're both hyped about, Servant and Atlantics. But first, the text line. Joe says, Good morning. My wife took me along to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Most pointless movie I have seen. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you all and have a safe and happy new year. What a beautiful ally. Absolutely. <laughs> was that the point of the film? Like, it, it was a comment on pointless movies. Yeah. Oh, maybe. wow. It's like, why are you still letting me make these? Let's, uh, let's take a listen to the trailer for uh, the movies that are getting reviewed this year. Now, which film world would like to go first? I'm going first with Atlantics. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) 
Okay, Fillmore on. Set the scene. What are we listening to there? My apologies. That was Wolof language. That's the native language of Senegal. Um, but it's for the film Atlantics, which is like a genre non-binary ghost story. It's also rare festival clout that has actual meat to back it up. So often you see the banners, you see the laurels, and you think, is this going to be good? And it's not. But this is... Oh, how do I describe this? It's like, think if you think Jordan Peele is too scary and Ai Weiwei too depressing, there's director Maddie Diop, whose connection to Senegal kind of creates these jaw-dropping, authentic stories. It feels like genuine originality. You're watching something like, this just feels so authentic to you. No offence, A24. Too many words, not enough time. Atlantics is kind of like something else. It's like a supernatural, social realist drama where the ghosts of fucked-over construction workers possess their girlfriends and seek revenge. It's like an issue-based film, but it has magic in it, which is so rare to see. Often social realist dramas have to be just stark and serious and uh, beginning and end but this is uh, it just fucks that off and it blurs everything into like a dark mystery and it's just so good because it preaches that like facts have feelings and nightmares and diseases and that actually relates to the plot of the film which is that everyone gets really sick from these ghosts who appear out of nowhere have I made sense to you guys? This film is really special. Jen, chime in. Yeah, I love this film. If anyone's asking you, like, oh, why aren't you excited to see the new Jim Jarmusch zombie movie? You're like, because I want to watch this instead. Yeah. Take me and, like, let's just, like, Netflix and chill and watch Atlantics. It's got Fatima al Qadiri on the score, which is insane. I was like, the whole time I was saying, who is doing this score? And then her name popped up. But... Yeah, we're going to hear a track from her in just a second after your review, Jen. But first, Atlantics, what would you give it in a word? Hmm, supernatural, spooky, real. Yeah, um, um, karma. It's actually all about karma, and it's delicious for that. Brady, you'd love it. Today we're talking about what films in 2019 you dragged your family and friends along to, or were dragged along to. And we have a text from TC in Clovelly. Guys, I dragged myself to The Dead Don't Die Thinking Jim... Uh, Jack was, Jack was That's just literally what about, I just said. Yeah, yeah, just go, go, go. That. What are they saying? Thinking Jim does no wrong. Sadly, I needed to be dragged out due to dying of boredom. Whoa. <laughs> Film Lord right here. Let's hope Tom Waits isn't the only redeeming factor in future Jim flicks. And then a little skull and crossbone emoji. Whoa. Tell Jim to just produce his wife's films. She's so much more talented than him. Actual tea right there. Thanks, TC and Clovelly, for texting in. What film were you dragged to in 2019? Or did you drag someone to? 0409 945 945. Now, Jen, you're going to be reviewing Servant from M. Night Shyamalan. Let's get the, uh, let's, let's get the trailer up here. She is wonderful with Jericho. And if my baby trusts her, so do I. How much did those boys tell you about what happened? Sounds scary, is it? It's scary. This holiday season, get right into the centre of a family dynamic that is toxic. Servant from M. Night Shyamalan, the queen of twist cinema, made my favourite film of all time, The Village, is back on scary turf in a huge New York brownstone that Carrie Bradshaw could live in. It's kind of like entering the inside of someone inside the media bubble who's completely deluded and thinks Hillary still won, but instead it's like this baby that's incredibly lifelike and they hire a very Christian servant to take care of it because something has happened to their baby and she's replaced it with this doll. But Ron Weasley arrives in the week that J.K. Rowling is being super transphobic and it makes you think, 
Why is JK rolling the punching bag? This guy sucks. What has Rupert Grint ever done for anyone except in this show preach, preach, preach. playing himself and how awful of a person he must be in real life? Um, sorry to say that. The, the, the baby's called Jericho. There's honestly too much to talk about this. It's the first show from Apple+. Plus. It feels like I'm an algorithm victim while watching it, but it's so delicious. I love it every single moment. The plot is just hinged on unconscious bias rather than anything that's realistic. You have no idea where it's going to go, and everything is a plot twist and a cliffhanger. I can't stress enough how much you should watch this show. Yeah. Fillmore Jen's review on Servant Onge, did you want to chime in? Yeah, it's two parents taking care of a fake baby and they're spooked out by it and it just feels so unhinged and creepy and the whole production is weird, ridiculous, bad and good. It's almost, it's honestly like the only art TV show that's come out this year. Well, it's all set at night because she's a working mother and so the only time she gets to spend time with her husband is at night so it's in this dark, creepy New York apartment where they have no time but to, like, create conspiracy theories about each other. Questions. Why is the baby a doll? Who is this creepy nanny who's coming in? Why, what kind of complex are they under? What, is the house haunted? Servant on Apple Plus, what would you give it in a word? Kubrickian. Ooh, I call it Bullion. <laughs> For <laughs> after, sure. After who, sorry? After Alan Ball, who uh, wrote Six Feet Under right, and so- American Beauty. And it stars Lauren Ambrose, who was the star of Six Feet Under, who was the original trans icon, who was just a cis female, because she was in Psycho Beach Party. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was your two reviews on Movies, Movies, Movies. And remember, you can read those back on Instagram at movies, underscore, movies, underscore, movies, underscore, movies. These. <laughs> Underscore. <laughs> How many That's times right. did I say that? Just keep going till it comes up. Yes, you'll get it. You're on FBI 94.5. Mornings, when we come back, we're going to be looking at our listener survey of movies that you dragged people to, movies that you were dragged into, and the most divisive flicks of 2019. You can get in touch and give us yours. Join the conversation on 0409 945 945. Don't forget to leave your name as well so we can give you a shout out. Now let's take a track from Fatima Al-Qadiri, who did the soundtrack for Atlantic's Your Review, Ange. This is their latest song, Filth, on Mornings.
Filth by Fatima Al-Qadiri. To give you an idea of the soundtrack of Atlantics, it got the two reviews treatment today, as well as Servants, which had Johnny in Redfern texting and totally agree. Servant is great. I want to binge, but new episodes are only out weekly. What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. So today for Sydney Spotlight, we shone the spotlight on Sydney ciders and their films of 2019 that they were either dragged to or did the dragging to or the most divisive films That's right. of the year. The results are in cheese bags. The most polarising films of the decade. Should we go? We actually did decade. We did end. decade as well. Oh, good. Um, uh, we, we got so many responses, so I don't know if we should have organised how way, to do no, this properly. No, no, The way we decided to sort of pull this together is to talk about the films that people loved and hated equally, mm. rather than go through the last list of loves and hates. What are the most polarising films from the Movies, Movies, Movies listeners? Should we should we do ours first and then read the others? Like, as in the ones... No, that... I just want to read the list. Can we just, like, rip Let's the band-aid read. off? Let's I don't do want it. to do this Australian Idol stuff. But... I Okay, so the most polarising films, according to the people that speak to us, are Parasite this year, most polarising film of people saying overrated and underrated, Mm. Climax from last year, the Gaspar Noé film, we famously interviewed him on the show. Um, a Star is Born Bradley Cooper Pick who we famously really interviewed on the show <laughs> Vox Lux from this year Natalie Brady Portman Brady, Brady Corbet, Corbet who, who we, we also interviewed on the show, on the show. Uh, Suspiria starring Chloe Grace Moretz who we interviewed on the show um, which was I don't think this is even controversial to say way better than the old one Kick-Ass uh, another Chloe Grace Moretz film <laughs> And Moonlight. Moonlight, uh, Moonlight, a 24 queer film that was extremely popular two years ago. Most polarising films. And it's yes. probably a good time to say, if you haven't got someone a Christmas present yet, a good, uh, cheap and free thing to do would be a podcast recommendation. Movies, Movies, Movies is podcast and you can find all these incredible film interviews. Listen back to old shows and dig deep. If you haven't seen a movie until now that maybe came out halfway through the year, what a perfect time to go and re-listen and relive the magic. You can find our interview with Gillian Armstrong where she shits all over Greta Gerwig earlier this year before Ooh, you go to The New Little Women, actually. which she unceremoniously adapted without calling Gillian Armstrong beforehand. We're in the business of dragging, and these are the films that you dragged people to because they were so good. We said it was You Were Never Really Here and Climax. <laughs> Pain and Glory, Pedro Almodova. We got... Uh, a lot of festival favourites here. Tangerine, a Black Swan, uh, Natalie Portman, The Favourite, which was a favourite of last year. Her Smell, a rock star movie. Edge of Tomorrow, was that Emily Blunt? Girls Trip. Uh, again, uh, oh, A Star is Born. Appearing in every single list. A Star is Born is everywhere. Ashes, Purest White, Spring Breakers. Okay, Spring Breakers, you guys. I'm going to write the PhD, the definitive PhD on Spring Breakers. Just you wait. And we've also got Girls Trip here. Now, what were the films that you got dragged to and they sucked? You weren't turned around during the film? Honestly, and everyone I love is going to hate me for saying this, but I fucking hate Climax. And I'm I'm not afraid to say it. You're Uh, not afraid to say it. It's so dumb. The opening scene is one of the best scenes in all of cinema, but the rest of the film is just boy nothingness. Uh, I think that Climax has a lot to offer to culture and the conversation. That's just me. Um, And that's not because they got to grind up against Gaspar Noé at a film festival. My film that I was dragged to and I thought sucked was the queer film with Rooney Mara and Kate Blanchett called Carol. Have you guys heard of this? (laughs) No. Notorious lesbian drama starring two straighty 180s. It's irritatingly bad. It's so 
drawn out and it's like trying to be a deep observation but it just comes across as so inauthentic because it's so fake and gay and you know what it was the one good role kate mckinnon's ever been given was to play kate blanchett in carol go youtuber yeah this is me without my gloves so fantastic and then someone we also have legally blonde 2 here somewhere so (laughs) i don't know what we think about that but let's just move on brides okay uh most polarizing movies i think we covered that didn't we we did did cover that okay (laughs) (laughs) all right well i guess that just about brings us to to the best film of the year which i think we can all agree on and i hate to be a total industry sucker is parasite in terms of uniting the film critics the movie nerds the the, generations the generations and the people who have no idea about movies I feel like Parasite was the bridge. I think if you watch Parasite and you show you to Parasite, I think one day we'll be able to bury Scott Morrison. Mm. Uh, My friend's mum came to town and I hounded her to go see Parasite, even though she was tired and had to fly out early the next morning. I was like, just go see it. Just do it. Go on. And she did. Oh, fantastic. And she she loved it. She texted me the next day. Thank you so much for the recommendation. It's a bit of a a safe bet for everyone, isn't it? It's the best quality date film you can go see, I think. Take someone on a date to go see Parasite. See what happens. Test them. It's still playing. And if your dad's trying to get you to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, say, no, how about Parasite? Mm. Love it. Movies, movies, movies. Getting close to the end of the year now, aren't we? Are we coming back next week? Do yeah. we have another episode before New Year's? I think we do. Let's be honest. We'll I don't know what day it falls on. We'll probably be here. I, I, I won't be here, okay. but um, please do come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please see you in 2020, come. babe. Yeah, see you next year. <gasps> My beautiful film lords, Jen and Andre. And thank you so much for those reviews. I'm really, really excited to get along and see Atlantics and Servant. All on a computer. We'll catch you next time. This is MySpace One with Bob and Weave. Your mornings. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.